David Glenn Show. Hope your weekend is off to an early and fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including Super Bowl 54. It is almost here. We will talk about prop bets. We will talk about the national anthem. We will talk about J-Lo and Shakira handling the halftime show. And of course, we will talk about the Chiefs and the 49ers. Kansas City 14 and 4. San Fran 15 and 3. Hard Rock Stadium near Miami is the venue. South Florida gets to host one more time. Companies have paid five to six million dollars per 32nd Super Bowl commercial. If you have an answer to one of our football questions of the day, you can chime in at some point during the course of this three-hour program. If you are new to the David Glenn Show, and that's okay, we welcome your presence and thank you for it. Today is Free For All Friday. We created this tradition long ago as we have brought some NFL, not just the Super Bowl. Did you see Greg Olson is the next big name to step away from the Carolina Panthers. He says he is not necessarily retiring. He has a broadcasting future whenever he's ready for that. He may continue to play football as a guy, remember, who's the only tight end in history to go back to back to back with 1,000-yard receiving seasons. He did that in a Panthers uniform. He is one of the all-time greats for the franchise here in our backyard. He is moving on, as are the Carolina Panthers, in Olsen's case at the age of 34. We'll talk other football, but I have college hoops on my mind. It is a huge weekend for, among others, the NC State Wolfpack here in our backyard, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and others around the ACC. I'll give you some highlights from elsewhere across our nation. We have the NBA on our mind. Actual games, plus, of course, Kobe Bryant tributes, all-star game rosters, and snubs, part of the headlines of the last 24 hours. NASCAR has a Hall of Fame ceremony tonight right here in our backyard, honoring, among others, in the class of 2020, Joe Gibbs and Tony Stewart. Hockey is back, North Carolina style. The all-star break ended for others earlier this week. It ends for the Canes tonight. They host Vegas at PNC Arena on home ice. They host Vancouver. A little Sunday matinee so that you can watch the Canes against the Canucks and still get home in time to watch the Chiefs against the 49ers on Sunday evening. The Australian Open is coming down the stretch for tennis fans. The PGA Tour meets the old movie Animal House in the form of the Phoenix Open. They are the rowdiest venue on the PGA circuit. That's where the guys are this weekend. So we'll get into a little bit on a lot of things, but we turn over much of our platform every Friday and only Friday to you for your phone calls. You steer the ship, as we like to say. You pick the topic. It can be a lot of Super Bowl. It can be a question or comment about your favorite college basketball team or maybe your least favorite player, coach, or program. We have NBA on our mind. We have NHL on our mind and the other things we mentioned but we do follow your lead for most of these three hours. Long ago, we were told it's too hard to get in by phone as a listener since we went syndicated and statewide and heard live in almost 300 North Carolina cities and towns. We created Free For All Friday in part to allow for easier participation, fewer busy, busy signals, shorter waits to get on with your question, comment, or complaint. Our only rules, it has to do with sports, 
or this statewide syndicated radio show or a combination of those two things. We try not to venture too far off of those two territories as they sometimes overlap. So you can jump in on the other side. Intern Will will be the first voice you hear. Mine might be the second one. Will, as always, representing William Peace University. He, along with my producer, Darren Vaught, both rising stars in the sports broadcasting industry. And since we missed it yesterday, as I say hello to Darren Vaught, Will doesn't have a microphone, but I say hello to him as well. Intern Sam had his last day with us yesterday, so we wish him well. Another branch of the family tree, Darren, he has a job at the Sporting News. This is not a mirage. Yeah, that's like, correct. He's moving to Charlotte to work at the Sporting News. Andy Reid has a coaching tree. Right. I got a 34-year-old sports media tree, and we just turned another intern into another rising star and as a matter of in fact, the sports media world. As a matter of intern fact. Intern Sam from the University of North Carolina. That's correct. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, since both Sam was here and Ron Rivera was here, we had a member of each coaching tree if you will, because Look at Rivera that. and Reed used to coach together. Look at you go. I will remember Sam for a lot of different reasons. He was both on the short list. You, you tell me if you agree. You would only know half of this. Intern Sam was both one of the more fun people we've had intern Without with us. Without a doubt. And yawned more than any intern I've ever had during the course of a show. <laughs> I wanted to throw tomatoes at him sometimes, man. <laughs> Do you know how weird that is when you're the guy talking? And, you know, he just partied like a rock star the night before. So he's tired, even though it's noon to three, our show. It's not like we're cracking <laughs> dawn here. And sometimes when you're talking, like intern Will might think I'm crazy at any given time. He might think I'm boring at any given time. But he pretends that he's intrigued. So he just looks like like your puppy when you get home. Your puppy's happy to see you, right? And the tail is wagging, and he's drooling, and he's jumping up because he just can't wait for you to rub his belly. Intern Will pretends to be the puppy. So it's very comforting as the guy hosting the show to look through the glass and see you guys either engaged on the Super Bowl, college basketball, or these other topics, or importantly, pretending to be engaged so that I can picture the whole state of North Carolina, all 10 million people plus, Darren, equally engaged in whatever we choose to tackle on a particular show day. Sam was all of those things, and we wish him well from the, for, in his career with the Sporting News and wherever else his journey takes him. He will always be a member of the David Glenn Show family. One more branch of the blossoming tree. I don't believe when you pick interns like we guarantee – like so many have lived their dreams. They've had their own shows. Dave Tellup now works for the San Antonio Spurs and has an NBA championship ring, a, an intern of mine from long ago. I don't believe the intern application includes hang out with us for a while and obviously you get your dream job the day your internship ends. But isn't that kind of how it's worked for we a bunch a of our interns? We shoot a percentage, yeah. We're, we're shooting well. Our free throw percentage is pretty darn good and might get us an all-star nod in the NBA. 1-800-849-2761. It can be a question. It can be a comment. It can be an answer to our question of the day. You can hit the beaten path of Super Bowl, NFL, college basketball, NBA, Kobe Bryant. It can be a complaint. That is fair game as well. My mom and dad are visiting me here in North Carolina, so be nicer to the host today than you might otherwise because, you know, bad Dave comes out, and I don't want that to happen in case mom and dad are listening from home. 
The questions of the day include these, as of course I'll offer my thoughts on Chiefs versus 49ers, Greg Olson's departure from the Carolina Panthers, the biggest games of the college basketball weekend, which include Louisville visiting NC State, Duke visiting Syracuse, Florida State visiting Virginia Tech, and the Tar Heels actually have a chance to get back over 500. Heels host Boston College with all those in Tar Heel Nation wondering exactly when the star freshman point guard Cole Anthony will return to action, even without them. Under Roy Williams, our guest earlier this week here on the David Glenn Show, the Heels are playing better. But everybody knows for the Heels to make something out of this mostly disappointing season so far, Cole Anthony will have to be part of that equation. We'll get to college basketball. We'll get to the NBA and Kobe Bryant. We'll get to Super Bowl 54, the Panthers, prop bets, and other things. Here are your questions of the day for your consideration. What makes a Super Bowl party great? If you have had... A perfect guacamole or other recipe. Share it with your fellow North Carolinians today. If you had a particular gambling game that had everybody at your Super Bowl party really well engaged, it could be a creative version of the betting squares. Share that today with your fellow North Carolinians. I have had in years past, you might remember these, Darren, given you've been with me. Is this year five for you? I always forget. Overlapping? End of year four, beginning of year five? Yeah, four or five you? range. You're, you're going to start year five soon, right? Correct. Five fi calendar years, but you're not in your fifth actual year. Correct. That right? will begin a little bit later right. this year. Right around the time that I got that speeding ticket with you in the passenger seat. <laughs> on in, the way to the ACC the state of Virginia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how I clock things mentally. <laughs> so we're coming up on the five-year, well, that would be what, the four-year anniversary right. of that incredibly, incredibly expensive lapse of judgment <laughs> for anybody who's gotten, gotten a high-speed ticket in the state of or One of my very, of Virginia. very first impressions of you, by the way. Oh, painful, <laughs> painful. I, I, I'm in a great mood. It's, I'm halfway to Margaritaville on a Friday afternoon. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> but we do have, from years past, one of my favorites was I was asking for recipes and gambling games. And, you know, somebody would send in the occasional sarcastic, you know, exotic dancers. You know, and I'm like, all right, we're looking for suggestions that others can duplicate easily. Family-friendly parties. <laughs> like a recipe, like a gambling game, right? No children was one of the famous ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the kids either out in the yard or in the basement or in a different room. Uh, separate big-screen TVs was a very popular nominee from years past where you know what they would do, Darren? And they said, I believe the caller said, when the Panthers played the Broncos in the Super Bowl four years ago, Super Bowl 50, they said that there was so much angst between those casually watching the football and those dialed in because their favorite team might have been in the process of winning their first Super Bowl ever. Of course, the Panthers fell to the Broncos. But after that year filled with animosity and fights, the same people still invite the same folks to their annual Super Bowl party, but there are separate big screen TVs in different parts of the house so that the more serious football fans can enjoy in one room and those into the commercials and the celebrities and the circus sideshows can enjoy it in a little bit of a less intense atmosphere. I thought that was a creative answer yeah. to our question of the day. What makes a Super Bowl party great? Advice for your fellow sports fans and party animals across North Carolina with the big game looming two days away. Uh, quick side note, if anyone wants to slide in, we say exercise your free-for-all Friday freedoms every Friday here on the David Glenn Show. How did you get out of jury duty without lying? 
Just this week, Darren, <laughs> you know, I practiced law for 17 years, so it's not like I don't know how this stuff works, but I just got a summons to appear as a potential juror here in North Carolina, and you know what the dates are? The week of the ACC basketball tournament, an event I've covered for 30-plus years in a row, you know, as the guy who created ACCSports.com and the ACC Sports Journal in 1994. <laughs> I'm not slightly linked to that league or that event it's what i do it's central to my living i'm not i know this there's not a box that says you cover sports for a living and the acc tournament is the same week as this jury summons appearance uh that is not one of the boxes like there's an age box and there's a military service box and there's an i've served on a different jury within the past whatever two years box I don't qualify for any of the box excuses that would get me out of jury duty d during the week of this year's ACC tournament. So if you've gotten out of jury duty, preferably without lying, without checking one of the boxes, there's a little, there's a little fill in your own excuse at the bottom of the form. I'm not sure mine's going to work, frankly, but I don't want my ACC tournament streak to end either. Sam is in Durham. Brian is in Raleigh. Others are calling from Asheville and Boone and the triad to our west, Wilmington, Greenville, and other great places to our east. We're coming at you from the capital city of Raleigh. The triangle, if you will. You can be next with your question or comment. It's mostly calls today. More guests, Hall of Famers like Roy Williams, the occasional president or governor, Monday through Thursday. Sports coaches, sports athletes, sports luminaries, media members. Friday, mostly your calls. Joe Person will be our one and only guest, of course, on the NFL. Greg Olson moving on from the Panthers. Chiefs 49ers Sunday night. Prop bets left and right. If you have a prop bet that you see as the biggest lock in the Chiefs 49ers game, we'll help your fellow North Carolinians out. You can bet on the length of the national anthem. You can actually bet on how long the singer will hover on the word brave. I'm not kidding. The over-under on, on the, the singing of the word brave is five and a half seconds. That gets tricky because when does that begin? That is tricky. Like, it better be right, outlined in the small print, depending right? Depending on how that word is initially uttered. I mean, there can be some discrepancy there in when the word five begins. and a half seconds, and that's the end of the song, right? Yeah. So how long do you linger on the end of the song, and how is that measured? We're going to have to get the lawyers involved on that one, obviously. Is it Demi <laughs> Lovato? Yes, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato will have the national anthem. The over-under for the anthem is two minutes and three seconds. Just one of the truly hundreds of prop bets. If you have a prop bet lock... Don't be selfish. Come on. Get in the spirit of sharing here across the great state of North Carolina. Lock prop bets. What makes a Super Bowl party great? State hosting Louisville. Kevin Keats squad with a great opportunity for a resume builder. Syracuse and Virginia Tech are others with good resumes that must get better for them to assure bids in the NCAA tournament. Brian wants in on Kobe Bryant. Sam wants in on college basketball. You can be next at 1-800-849-2761. More of my thoughts on Super Bowl 54. College basketball, the NBA, NASCAR, the NHL, the Australian Open, the PGA Tour. You'll take us a lot of places. I'll take you elsewhere. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can steer our ship on the David Glenn Show. 
Coach Lou Holtz is joining us. What can you tell us about those four seasons in Raleigh? Everybody from North Carolina calling us Moo You and Agriculture You. And I remember walking in the press conference saying, I want everybody in the state to understand agriculture is better than no culture. Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. We were so fortunate to have been in, in, in Carolina, so fortunate to have been in Charlotte. The fan base there was tremendous throughout their entire region. You know, when, when the change was made, we said goodbye, the, the people came out, and, and, and it, it really doesn't surprise us because that really truly is about the Southern hospitality, and, and, and we were so grateful for our time. We really were, and, and, and honestly, Charlotte will always have a special place in our hearts. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Ron Rivera joined us live on our statewide show many times over the last nine seasons. He, of course, was dismissed by David Tepper. The Washington Redskins head coach dropped by earlier this week, as did UNC's Roy Williams. College basketball and Super Bowl 54 are among the topics of the day. Kristen wants to help me with a jury duty question. Brian wants to reflect upon Kobe Bryant's passing. The majority, I think, have Super Bowl 54 or college hoops on their minds, but also the NBA, the NHL, the Australian Open, NASCAR's Hall of Fame, Class of 2020 gets inducted tonight. Joe Gibbs, Tony Stewart, and otherwise. We're coming to your calls now. I'll give you all of my reflections on Greg Olson leaving the Panthers, Chiefs versus 49. Louisville at NC State, among other college basketball matchups. Duke is at Syracuse. Florida State is at Virginia Tech. Boston College visits UNC. I asked a question of the day that hopefully Kristen can help me with. I received a jury duty summons to appear in March of this year at the same time as the ACC basketball tournament, which I've been covering for more than three decades as a part of my day-to-day -day life and as the founding editor of ACCSports.com. That is not one of the boxes you can check to get out of, of jury duty automatically. There are a lot of other boxes, military service, your age, disability, etc. No boxes excuses applied to me. I am asking, how did you get out of jury duty, preferably without lying? Kristen will help me with that. Brian wants to reflect on Kobe Bryant. More on Super Bowl 54, Chiefs versus 49ers. With Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan, the head coaching matchup, both exercising Super Bowl demons if they get a win. Last year's MVP, Patrick Mahomes, 24 years old, against the 28-year-old first-time full-time starter, Jimmy Garoppolo. Everybody sees that as advantage Chiefs, but the rest of the depth chart is littered with advantage 49ers. If you have a lock on a Super Bowl prop bet, and you can bet on things including, will Tom Brady be mentioned during the broadcast? Yes is the favorite. No is the underdog. You can even bet on who will win the Puppy Bowl. I don't know why Team Fluff is the favorite or why Team Rough is the underdog, pardon the pun, but that's how it's listed in Vegas. Kristen, welcome to Free For All Friday. Thank you for exercising your Free For All Friday freedoms. What can you share with me? So there's nothing more important in the state of North Carolina than basketball. There's just not. College <laughs> basketball, so you've got to be at the ACC tournament. I respect this. Yes. Go on. So I got something for Jerry Duty once, and I just – forgot i forgot to send the form back i forgot to show uh -oh. up call it was a busy time all right nothing happened okay this was years ago i mean are they really gonna hunt you down did you move like were, no, were there i did no other complicating factors so no i just right. forgot and you you normally are a law-abiding responsible person this one just slipped through the cracks it just slipped. Yeah, because I, I guess, and I'm mostly law-abiding too, I think. The only other time I've gotten a summons 
I wrote like a wing and a prayer type request for an exception. And they don't tell you why they say yes or no. But I do remember sending the excuse form. And I do remember receiving a written record. We received your request, and this time it is approved. But you go back into, you know, the jury pool, and you might be selected at another time, right? So I don't know if I'd rather be in Greensboro at the ACC tournament. That doesn't sound like a convincing excuse, right? Like, everybody has a job. Mine's a little bit different than most, and it's part of the college basketball culture here. I, well, I wonder if it depends on... Like, Kristen might have just gotten lucky. What if the person who gets my scribbly note is a college basketball fan or better, a DG show listener? I mean, they could just place it in, in pile A, right? Give this guy a break. What if they hate my show? Well, you know, what, what if they once called and I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in the history of sports radio, and I blasted, and that's the person that gets my excuse at the courthouse, I'm probably in big trouble at that point. I don't know. I'm glad. We need to hang around with Kristen more often. Clearly, she is dodging raindrops. Thank you for the advice. I don't know to what degree they track you, but clearly, if Kristen didn't move, she's not in jail, best we know. They didn't hunt her down. No repercussions. Maybe the jury system has more loopholes than many of us thought. Brian is in the triangle. And has Kobe Bryant on his mind? Of course, it was last weekend where Kobe died at the age of 41. Welcome to Free For All Friday. Brian, go ahead with your question or comment. Thanks for taking my call, David. Sure, man. Um, so I want to preface this by saying that I have a ton of respect for Kobe Bryant as a competitor. And I think we can all learn a lot about him, about excellence and professionalism and commitment to a craft. Okay. And I think we should really um, celebrate that about him. Agree. I think we also need to understand where there's space for nuance in celebrating him as a father. Okay. Because he also clearly did some very wonderful things for his daughters while he was with us. He's done a lot of things, I think, to help support the WNBA. Yes. And things like that. As somebody who takes my job as a parent very seriously, especially as a parent to my seven-year-old daughter, um... I take issue with a little bit of the over-celebration of him as a hashtag girl dad. Okay. Um, while we all make mistakes, I think one of the most important things we can teach our daughters is how they should be treated, um, especially by men. And I while agree. he had a six-month-old daughter sitting at home with his wife, he either had a consensual, at best, encounter with somebody who is new to him. Right. Or more likely had a forced sexual encounter. That he, had, our, that he had to later pay a legal settlement for, for anyone who's not aware of all these details. And, and as a father of a 17-year-old daughter myself, and I don't know if you happen to be listening to our show on Monday or Tuesday in the more immediate after. and I apologize. That's ah, okay. Unfortunately, had to work. No, the only reason I ask <laughs> is um, I remember, and, and if you know me at all, I don't know if you're an occasional listener, but I am a huge believer that we don't need to deify people just to celebrate their great points. And there is a time and a place for everything, right? You don't, you don't show up at somebody's memorial service and remind everybody of the, their lowest lows. But in a public forum, especially given hashtags like Girl Dad, I'm a big believer in throwing the facts on the table. I think we're living in a really weird time filled with disinformation in the United States of America right now. 
and it's threatening our politics, it's threatening our constitution, it's threatening our public conversation, it's threatening the way we evaluate everything. I mean, our elections are just uh, opportunities for disinf disinformation campaigns even from foreign countries, and some people don't even seem to care about that. I'm all about the facts, man. My two trainings are in law and journalism. You will get thrown out of the classroom if you don't learn how to file, follow the evidence in journalism, and you will not pass the bar exam if you don't learn how to follow the evidence in law, seriously. And I practiced for 17 years, and I have an admiration for your approach to things in this kind of a case. I agree with everything you said about Kobe as the competitive warrior. There's no doubt he's one of the most attention to detail, empty the effort bucket, leave no stone unturned in looking for an edge, and don't just show up competitively on game day. That's more common. Show up competitively every day in between with your nutrition and your preparation and your passion, even in practice, even to a degree on vacation. He's as good at that as any athlete I've ever covered or witnessed. He reminds me a lot of Michael Jordan along those lines, and he's one of the 10 greatest NBA players I've ever seen as a product of that. The rest of this stuff, you used a word I think nuanced, right? And, and if you're still with me, I'll let you push back on this. As we, as we come to more calls, 1-800-849-2761. I believe it's a mixed bag because there is, for anyone wondering, there is no doubt that Kobe Bryant was cheating on his wife while she was at home with their newborn. There's no doubt about it. He has admitted that. Whether it was rape or a consensual encounter, obviously he said, she said from many years ago. I'll give Kobe credit for, in the aftermath, saying he listened to this young woman. She was, I think, a 19-year-old hotel employee in Colorado. Why was he not prosecuted criminally in the end? Because she later refused to testify after originally telling her side of the story to prosecutors. Prosecutor who doesn't have the only other witness in the room willing to testify has to drop that case. That's just almost, almost certainly has to drop that case, and it was dropped. Now, she still sued him criminal, or civilly, and she got some undisclosed confidentiality agreement where she walked away with a big payday, uh, you could argue, in exchange for not testifying against him in the criminal case that would have obviously disrupted his pro career even more than it did. In the end, Kobe Bryant said publicly something I have not seen very often in my legal career or in other cases of sexual assault or rape allegations. He actually said, after listening to the young woman's personal account in the months and years after the incident, whatever happened, we don't know, uh, he came to understand that in her eyes it was not a consensual event. And whereas he claims to claim to his death that it was a consensual event, he said out loud on the record, now I see her perspective in a way I did not as a young man in my 20s who was doing something I should not have done but I still believe it was consensual. He didn't have to do that. Most alleged predators would never, ever, ever do that, and he did. And as someone who dislikes those who demonize the LGBT community, I remember another Kobe low point. And, if, and again, on Monday and Tuesday shows, we talked about the large amount of good and a smaller amount of bad. And he's also a guy who got fined in the NBA for throwing the F word at NBA referees. And I don't mean the F-U word. That happens quite often. I mean an F-A, LGBT charge type word. Got caught doing it more than once. Got fined for it one time. And later came out and would stop young people on social media from using that same word. Because again, as a young man, he didn't understand the charged nature of it. He was using that word 
which of course offends people in the LGBT community, understandably so, he was using it the same way he would use the word jerk or, you know, blank hole, right? He just, that's just the word he used. And in, in his mind and in his heart, it had nothing to do with being gay, but that's the word he used toward the NBA officials. He got caught, he got fined. In the aftermath, he would talk to young people who use the same word in the same ignorant way. And ignorant just means not knowing, right? You just don't know any better. Most people inherit a lot of bad things from their parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles. And it takes incredible amounts of willpower to overcome if you were raised in a racist or bigoted or anti-LGBT church or household or whatever family. It takes a lot of willpower. Most people lack it. It takes a lot of willpower to overcome it or to admit your mistakes, to find a better way, and then go from being the guy who inappropriately used that word, and it became public, and he was embarrassed and fined, to being the guy who tried to be a part of the solution as an iconic figure telling young people, hey, man, when you use that word, I'm not sure exactly what you think you mean, but you need to get that out of your vocabulary using it the way you're using. I learned from my mistake. I found a better way. How about you find a better way as well? So... One of those incidents I'm circling much bigger than the other. Rape isn't, you know, obviously an incredibly serious matter. Um, the other, very serious, but not an act of physical violence, of course. You know, I admire the fact that he took two of the lowest lows for those who want to criticize him fairly or in an open-minded way, and he found a way to, to, to elevate the conversation publicly through embarrassment in some cases, through legal charges in another case. So it doesn't mean you have to change your bottom line. I just think that rounds out additional nuance to the nuance that you very fairly are raising today, if that makes sense. I agree that I agree that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, to the to the point that he you know, did come out and kind of do as close to a um, acknowledgement, you know, of, of her perception of it, I think was important. Um, you know, obviously you don't know what the, how this has impacted the trajectory of her life. We don't. She views her relationships and things like that um, in a way that, you know, name calling and things like that will never, ever do to somebody. Right. Um, and I do, and I do think he's an intelligent enough person to kind of listen to those around him and change his viewpoint and, in some cases, speak up. I do wish that he had maybe spent, if that was truly what he, if he truly felt he had changed, um, I wouldn't have minded seeing him do more speaking out on the topic. Um, Sex, to kind of sexual assault, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I don't blame you. And I think that would have more fully convinced me, to be honest. I get it. Um, you know, obviously, you, you don't know what your last day on earth is going to be, and maybe those were his plans for next week. Um, yeah, but you know, I think he probably had opportunity to, to do so. I get it, man. It's it's a well raised issue in a very logical, fair minded kind of way. I appreciate your input. I celebrate your super dad status. I try to be that. I, I've always believed that is one of the most important responsibilities any of us has in any walk of life. How do you take care of your own children? How do you talk to them? How do you raise them? Do you help them inherit more positive things? Are you going to fall into the trap of passing from generation to generation some of the worst things that many inherit, again, from their church, their family, their community, Uncle Joe, or somebody else? Um, I think Kobe stood for almost entirely great things on the court, and I think the good far outweighed the bad collectively off the court. 
But of course, that the, those one or two incidents are examples that, you know, nobody's perfect. And sometimes your imperfections are not small ones. But depending on what actually happened at that Colorado hotel that night, that one night in Kobe Bryant's entire 41 years of life, we're never going to know for sure what did happen. There were only two people there. They told very different stories. One of the two is now dead. The other does not speak any more publicly about it. Um, it's not easy to know what happened behind those closed doors. We don't live in a world where people don't exaggerate allegations, but we also live in a world where we have to take those allegations very seriously. Uh, I saw in my own legal career people who recanted their stories and later admitted they made something up or they exaggerated something for this reason or that reason. That exists in the real world. And it's, it's a delicate balancing act for sure to treat the accusers with the ultimate respect while insisting on the idea of following the evidence and not accusing or convicting somebody, certainly, of something that they did not do. 1-800-849-2761. There was a black cloud kind of hovering over much of the sports conversation this week, especially Monday and Tuesday. Free for All Friday allows for cheerful stuff. It allows for more... Uh, serious stuff like that. Super Bowl 54 is almost here. College basketball offers a bunch of great games this weekend, not only in the ACC, but some of the other teams we follow across North Carolina and in the other major conferences. You can be next with your question or comment. Questions of the day for your consideration. What is your lock on Super Bowl prop bets? What makes a Super Bowl party great? Give advice to your fellow sports fans and party animals across North Carolina. A guacamole or other recipe that hit home and left fans departing your household after a Sunday night of yesteryear may be the most creative betting squares games as the Chiefs visit the or take on the 49ers in South Florida. 1-800-849-2761. And how did you get out of jury duty without lying? That's a personal question for me. You can jump in on that as well. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Besides the Super Bowl, by the way, the NBA, college basketball, the Australian Open, and the return of NHL hockey are among your other options. We'll get more into the football, including Greg Olson stepping away from the Carolina Panthers and Chiefs versus 49ers with your calls. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can be next on the David Glenn Show. I don't want those damn dookies rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hate. If the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by a hundred. You're in fantasy land if you ever think NC State's going to make it back to the national championship game. So just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell. Keeping the peace in NC on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. It is the one and only one day each week where it's easier to get in as a listener by phone. You told us years ago, too many busy signals, too many long waits. We created Free For All Friday in part as a byproduct of those requests. Super Bowl 54 is on our mind. It is not the only menu item, though. As we come back to your calls, questions of the day and otherwise, what is your Super Bowl prop bet luck if you have one? What makes a Super Bowl party great? Tapping into your experience as you offer advice to your fellow sports fans and party animals across North Carolina. And this is a personal one because of something I received in the mail this week. How did you get out of jury duty without lying? I am requested to appear in district court during the same week that the ACC basketball tournament is happening in a couple months, uh, about a month and a half from now, really. And I don't miss ACC basketball tournaments. I would prefer, if I have to serve jury duty, to do so another time. I want to do my civic duty 
just not while one of the biggest events we cover all year is unfolding, in my case, about 90 minutes down the road. Uh, as we go to David in Holly Springs and you, 1-800-849-2761, beyond Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan, Patrick Mahomes versus Jimmy Garoppolo, and all the other details involved with Chiefs versus 49ers on Sunday night. You do have the Canes returning to home ice tonight and Sunday. You do have NASCAR's Hall of Fame ceremony this evening, Joe Gibbs, Tony Stewart, and otherwise in the class of 2020. You do have the Phoenix Open, Animal House meets the PGA Tour in the golf world. And you do have Novak Djokovic seeking Grand Slam singles title number 17 at the Australian Open. He is younger than both of the guys he's chasing to be the GOAT of men's tennis, the greatest of all time. Federer has 20 Grand Slam titles. Nadal has 19. Djokovic, Joker as they call him, needs one more win in the men's singles final to get to 17 Grand Slam singles championships. He's younger than the other two, a lot younger than Federer, just a little bit younger than Nadal. But one of those three will be the GOAT of men's tennis. It's kind of cool for tennis fans that we get to watch all three of them, sometimes head-to-head. -head. Djokovic just eliminated Federer in the semifinals. Meanwhile, a young woman named Sophia Kennan, 21 years old, from Florida via Russia. You don't hear about many American women beyond Serena Williams. Sophia Kennan... 21 years old, is seeking her first ever Grand Slam title in women's singles. That actually, if you wanted to tune into that match, it's down under. It's the Australian Open, right? So she's in the final. She's 21 years old, has played in a lot of Grand Slam events, has never even previously made it to the Sweet 16, much less the later rounds. So she's in the final two. She plays for the title when? East Coast time? 3.30 a.m., like overnight tonight. So you'd either have to set the DVR or party like a rock star. What do the bars close at in most North Carolina towns? Two? Two o'clock? All right. Hang out. Party like a rock star. Drive home. Or get home, I should say. Get home safely. And then, you know, watch the 21-year-old American seek her first Grand Slam title ever. Maybe she's the next great thing in women's tennis. You never know at 21 years old. David is in Holly Springs. There's NBA action worthy of your consideration this weekend, too, beyond the Super Bowl. Sixers at Celtics tomorrow night, two of the best teams in the East. Zion Williamson and the freshly minted first-time NBA All-Star, Brandon Ingram, both of Duke fame, lead the New Orleans Pelicans against James Harden and Russell Westbrook and the Houston Rockets. Very smart scheduling here. It's a 2 o'clock game on Sunday on ABC. So just like the Canes host the Canucks for a matinee Sunday, the Pelicans visit the Rockets, 2 o'clock ABC. Zion is finally healthy, so all these national TV appearances for New Orleans, not the greatest team, more justified now that Zion is in the lineup. David in Holly Springs, welcome to Free For All Friday. Go right ahead. Thank you, David, and thank you for a great show. Thank you, sir. Love your show. Appreciate it. Um, you want to know how to avoid having to go to court, and you're an attorney. I would think you would love that, <laughs> but here, here's the answer for me. All right. I, had, I was traveling on, out of the country on business. I was under contract, and that's what I told them, and they said, okay, uh, you d you don't have to do this. Was it they more of a was it more of a rubber stamp? Okay, or was it like send us a copy of your flight and hotel reservations? Okay? No, 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 no. They trusted me. Okay. I, mean, I was 
I was credible. Honor system. They, they probably did a background check. Your signal's breaking up a little bit. I guess I'm out of town. Like, David in Holly Springs was out of the country. Like, that sounds pretty convincing. Sure. That's expensive. That's harder to change. I'm out of town. And it's you know, and it was it was previously I'm out scheduled, of town, right? It's locked but, in. Like, do I technically? I don't even have plane reservations to show. I do. I even technically have a hotel reservation. I don't even remember. It's it's like a month <laughs> and a half from now. That that is evidence of your business commitment. It is technically out of town, although it's kind of ninety minutes down the road. Can I just convict somebody in the morning and get over to Greensboro in the afternoon? Check, uh, catch four quarterfinal <laughs> games or whatever. I don't know. I don't think it works that way. I'm hoping they give me a pass. Happy to serve on an upcoming jury somewhere in North Carolina. I just hope I don't have to serve this time. I'd rather, I don't want to break my streak, man. ACC tournament is important to me for a lot of different reasons, personally and professionally. Uh, I'm taking my staff there this year. We're going to have some fun out in Greensboro. It's great to have it back in that fantastic city here in our backyard. All right, Dylan and David and others want to exercise their free-for-all Friday freedoms. More on the Super Bowl, your other options on the weekend, Kobe Bryant, and more reflections on the week that was. That's all welcome. You steer the ship on free-for-all Friday. The great difference between sport and capital E Entertainment and capital S Sport is that we don't know the outcome. And that feeling of uncertainty, positively or negatively, is unique. We are quoting Bob Ryan the way I would quote, you know, Aristotle or Confucius. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. We all know there's no such thing as the perfect phone call, but we strive forward nevertheless. It is Free For All Friday. You are invited to be next to steer our ship, perhaps with something close to a perfect phone call. No sane person would ever claim something of that sort. But you can chime in and aim for perfection. Steer our ship, more Super Bowl, college basketball, a little bit on a lot of other things. Dylan and David and you can be next by dialing 1-800-849-2761. Next. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to the good. show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. I'm excited for the question that you're going to ask. Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer. So do we. The David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. Appreciate it a lot. You got it.